Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The case is far from closed. Oh, I thought the case was closed. Tying up a few loose ends. Oh, it wasn't ruled an accident? Wanted to see if anyone might have been having any problems with them. See if anyone suspected foul play. Just any details that might have slipped through the cracks. So make every day count. I'd give anything to get that moment back. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, February 20th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. It was a superhero-sized weekend at the box office where Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania dominated with an estimated $104 million. Internationally, the movie, which kicks off Phase 5 of the MCU, earned another $121 million, making its opening haul around $225 million globally. Behind it, in second place, was Avatar The Way of Water, earning another $6 million domestically. That, plus its new international totals, takes the movie's box office receipts to $2.244 billion, making it the third biggest movie of all time. It sits $550 million, though, behind the number two movie, Avengers Endgame. Back at the domestic box office, Magic Mike's Last Dance made $5.4 million for third place, followed by Puss in Boots' The Last Wish with $5.3 million, and Knock at the Cabin with $3.9 million. Speaking of that movie, its director, M. Night Shyamalan, announced that his next movie is called Trap, and it will hit theaters August 2nd, 2024. But there's a twist. The news about Trap arrived from Warner Brothers Pictures Group as part of an announcement that the studio has signed a multi-year first-look directing and producing agreement with the filmmaker. Tina Fey and Tim Meadows are set to reprise their Mean Girls roles in the upcoming musical movie adaptation of the beloved 2004 comedy. Fey announced the news on Thursday's episode of Late Night with Seth Meyers when she told her former SNL co-star that she and Meadows, also an SNL alum, were on board to return as Miss Norbury and Principal Duvall, respectively. Jen Shaw has gone from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City to the Big House. The embattled reality star reported to federal prison in Bryan, Texas on Friday to begin serving her six-and-a-half-year sentence for a telemarketing fraud scheme. It's time for the Mighty Ducks Game Changers to get off the ice. The Disney Plus series, spun off from the trilogy of 90s movies about a ragtag youth hockey team, has been canceled after two seasons. The Mouse House also canceled the John Stamos-led basketball dramedy Big Shot after two seasons. Judge Mathis and the People's Court will soon deliver their final verdicts. The popular daytime reality courtroom series have both been canceled after more than 20 years on the air. They will close their doors after the end of Judge Mathis's 24th season and the People's Court's 26th season. Kyle Jacobs, a CMA and ACM award-winning songwriter and the husband of American Idol alum Kelly Pickler, died Friday. He was 49. Police and the Nashville Fire Department officers were called to a home at 1.21 p.m. local time where they discovered the musician, according to Nashville police, deceased from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. 
After moving to Nashville in 2000, he got his first big break as a songwriter with the release of Kimberly Locke's 2003 hit, 8th World Wonder. In 2007, he co-wrote Garth Brooks' song, More Than a Memory, which made history by becoming the first song ever to debut at the top of the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart. An accomplished guitarist and pianist, Jacobs went on to write for numerous country legends, including Trace Atkins, Tim McGraw, Kelly Clarkson, Scotty McCreary, and his wife. Two of his co-written songs, Back Home and Already Gone, were featured in the pilot episode of the musical series Nashville. Pickler and Jacobs started dating in 2008 and married in 2011. The couple, who did not share any children, were both featured on the CMT reality series I Love Kelly Pickler, which aired from 2015 to 2017. And Richard Belzer, the comedian and actor best known for his role as John Munch on the Law & Order franchise, died Sunday at the age of 78. No other details surrounding his death have been shared at this time. Belzer began his career as a stand-up comic who was part of Channel One, the comedy troupe formed by Ken Shapiro, Lane Sarasone, and Chevy Chase that served as the basis of the 1974 satire film The Groove Tube. He was also the warm-up comedian for Saturday Night Live and appeared on the show between 1975 and 1980. Belzer's most memorable role came as investigator John Munch in the NBC crime drama Homicide Life on the Street, which ran for seven seasons between 1993 and 1997. Over the course of 23 years, Belzer played the role of Munch across not just the long-running Law & Order franchise, but several other shows and networks, including The X-Files, The Wire, Arrested Development, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and 30 Rock. Modern fans might know Belzer best from Law & Order Special Victims Unit, which he starred on between 1999 and 2013. He made his final appearance in the series in 2016. Belzer's other credits include movies Scarface, Missing Pieces, The Puppet Masters, Species 2, and The Comedian, and TV shows such as Mad About You, Third Rock from the Sun, Minding the Store, and American Dad. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. It's puppets and pups galore for our number three pick today, America's Got Talent. The All-Stars are all in it to win it, and tonight's new episode is the second to last before the season finale, where the winner of all winners will be crowned. It's been weeks filled with impressive singing, dancing, acrobatting, and animal-filled performances. And here's a sneak peek at 13-year-old ventriloquist Anna Maria Marjan performing I Put a Spell on You. It was absolutely flawless, and you did it even without moving your lips. <laughs> I think you're absolutely incredible. And I mean, has this sunken in already that you went further than Terry Fader? I still can't believe it. It's just unbelievable. I got to compete with the person I admire yes. most, and I just want to make him proud. Good for you. Howie. Wow. If Ariana Grande was Romanian and 14 years old with a puppet, I think <laughs> that's what we're watching.
hey, if Heidi says it's flawless, then it must be flawless. And by the way, Terry Fator, who Heidi mentioned, is also a ventriloquist and won season two of America's Got Talent. So there's some pretty good history and precedent there. You can watch Anna Maria's full performance and see more all-stars on America's Got Talent tonight at 8 on NBC. It's trivia time. Who was the very first winner of America's Got Talent? Was it singer Bianca Ryan, magician Matt Franco, or opera singer Neil E. Boyd? Stick around for the answer. Number two. We're taking things into careful consideration for our number two pick today, The Watchful Eye. On the new episode of the Freeform Drama Series, Allie's birthday arrives and Tori, Jasper, and Matthew try their best to honor her memory while dealing with their own grief. Then Elena finds out someone she trusts closely is lying to her. Take a listen to this sneak peek of the episode where Detective Macedo informs Elena that the case might now involve foul play. Hey, this is Detective Macedo. It's our nanny, Elena Santos. Yeah, yeah, we met the night of the incident. It's nice to see you again. Likewise. Is everything okay? Yeah, I was just asking Mr. Ward a few questions about the deceased, Mr. Mallow. Oh, I thought the case was closed. Tying up a few loose ends. Oh, it wasn't ruled an accident? Wanted to see if anyone might have been having any problems with him. See if anyone suspected foul play. Just any details that might have slipped through the cracks. Uh, sure, I can't get you a coffee, anything like that? Uh, that'd be great, but I, I should get going. I'll show you out, detective. Whatever you need. Take care. Great place, by the way. Ugh, well, so many questions and little answers. Keep watching to find out how the case progresses on the new episode of The Watchful Eye, tonight at 10 on Freeform. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, 19 years ago today, on February 20th, 2004, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen hit theaters. The movie followed Lindsay Lohan's Lola, a campy and complicated teenager with a passion for theater, and the rock band Sid Arthur. She clashes with her school's most popular student, Carla, played by Megan Fox, and attempts to claw her way past her in their social scene. Lola's performance of Drama Queen at the end of the movie is still stuck in our heads all these years later. Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen is available to stream on Disney+. Plus. There is a lot to process on our number one pick today, the new episode of All American. Spoiler alert, 
In last week's shocking episode, Tay Diggs' beloved character Billy Baker died. And now, in upcoming episodes, we'll be seeing various members of Billy's family go through their own grieving process, starting with his funeral in tonight's new episode. Showrunner and Kechio Coral Carroll tells EW that, quote, Billy's not a character you say goodbye to easily, so we're going to see our favorite Beverly Hills and South Crenshaw teams really process what losing Billy means. Here's a preview. I'm here whenever you're ready. I'd give anything to get that moment back. I shared your father with the whole damn world. I don't want to share him anymore. Close friends and family only. Wait till you see the crowd forming outside. So we will get to see each character's own journey after losing Billy. And Carol says... In each of their episodes, we give them their moment to process and say goodbye to Billy as we start to get a sense of what his legacy means for each of them. It's going to be a heavy but important and emotional one. Watch the new episode of All American tonight at 8 on The CW. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question, who was the first winner of America's Got Talent? Singer Bianca Ryan, magician Matt Franco, or opera singer Neil E. Boyd? Warm up the vocal cords, that would be Bianca Ryan. The singer was only 11 years old when she won the competition in 2006. That same year, she released a self-titled EP of cover songs, including her audition song, And I Am Telling You I'm Not Going. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. One, two, watch.